my bed is a spaceship. The tree in the sea. Chapter 12. An unexpected visitor. Curtis and his spacemates gasped for air on the surface of the sea and floated towards the tree. They stared in admiration at the sight in front of them. Satin-tastic, said Curtis a few moments later. Indeed incredible, said First Officer Zip. Scrumptiously tasty, said Mr. Hippo. Calculation correct, said the scroll. In fact, they were so in awe of the island that they did not notice a strange object falling from the skies towards them. Instead, they basked in the joy of a job well done. The tree in the sea was now safely on top of the meteor, but much taller than before. Around the tree, the landmass had grown ten times, so that there were soggy fields and beaches at its base. The iron mushroom head now bounced up and down on the yellow rubber at the edge of the island. The angry buds had planted themselves on its top, and they bounced up and down. Berries from the big tree fell on top of them. They started growing at an incredible rate into a huge willow tree of various colors and patterns. This beautiful tree bounced up and down with the rest of the mushroom head and shimmered in the sunshine as if saying hello. The berries here must be magical, said Curtis. If my calculations are correct, said the scroll, it might help any plant grow to be its most beautiful. The spacemates climbed onto the bottom branch of the main tree and began to rise to the summit. A whole group of creatures were gathering around Sososo, who had a branch embedded in his middle. When he saw the spacemates, he smiled. You have saved the tree. Thank you, he said. Curse could see that he was struggling for breath, and he wanted to help. He didn't know what to do. Suddenly, so, 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 stopped breathing. Curtis began to cry, as did Mr. Hippo, First Officer Zip, and even the scroll shed a tear. The birds began to tweet a peaceful tune above their heads. So, 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 then began to change. His body expanded and then popped. All that remained was a small, gleaming, golden disc. One of the birds picked it up in his beak and then dropped it in Curtis's hand. Curtis wiped his nose and said thank you. The object in the sky came down ridiculously quickly and splashed into the sea by the island. The bath-shaped craft floated on the sea and what looked like a shower curtain opened. What a pickling pickle of a landing that one was, came the voice of Grandpa Tub as he poked his head out of the plughole spaceship. His ducks flew from the ship and saluted Curtis and the spacemates. Grandpa! Curtis shouted in joy. The plughole spaceship flew up to the top branch 
and joined the throngs of animals, plants and birds. They were silent as Curtis spoke a few words of sadness about Sososo. He placed the golden coin on the top branch of the now even taller tree in the sea. The coin melted into the bark and a golden flower sprouted and then fell from the coin and onto Curtis's jacket. He pickling wants you to have it, said Grandpa Tub. Curtis kept the golden flower proudly on his lapel, as if it was a medal. Grandpa Tub said goodbye to all of the creatures and asked the birds if he and the spacemates could take some of the berries with them. The birds all flew together and pecked the spacemates goodbye, dropping different coloured berries into their arms. Thank you, said Grandpa Tub. They helped make a pickling good flower. As the mighty motion and the plug hole took off together in the direction of Earth, the creatures and the branches waved goodbye.